internet, interwebs, people of the gaming universe, welcome to the Meeple Syrup Show. I am Bearded Meeple, Tyler Anderson, and we also have Sen Fung Lim. Hello, Sen. Hello, how are you? Woohoo, my first introduction. I've been broken in. <laughs> and you didn't mess up. You didn't mess up. That's pretty good. I didn't even give you the cue. I was wondering if you'd get that you're supposed to talk as soon as the music starts, but that was good. Okay, so um, let's keep going. What have you been doing lately, Tyler? Tell us all about what's going on in Bearded Meeple Land. Uh, Bearded Meeple Land, I have been getting lots of games. Uh, recently played Drop or Dead Drop, which I really enjoyed. You mean uh, this lovely game right here? Yes, yes, a nice uh, crash game. Uh, they did a, such a good game. job with this. I mean, look at it. It's like... Mm, you got a magnetic box yes, thing going I on here. I love the magnetic aspect. I got all the all the upgrades, of course, because I'm I, I roll like that. So I got all the different cards. <laughs> nice, um, nice. I'm not sure why they they packaged it with the the bag, but is it to like store a, like a travel version of it? You know, like take one That's of the sets out. That's what I assumed. It's just yeah. like, hey, look, I'm gonna go to Thanksgiving. I don't need to take everything. Just yeah. bam, bam, and it's ready to go. But they did such a wonderful job in the production of this. I'm I'm really happy with that, and uh, I'm happy with that for a couple of reasons. And uh, one of them is because we're signing a game with them sometime soon. So, <laughs> so uh, they did a great job with Jason's game. I know they'll do an equally good job with um, our game as well. Yeah. So uh, props to Jason Katarski on uh, getting Dead Drop out there finally. Uh, Patrick from Crash Games, wonderful job on the production, of course. Uh, Andrew McIver did a wicked job on the creative art design and direction. So lots of good artists on all the on all the various cards too. So I and enjoyed I that actually, one. And actually, I really liked it too. <laughs> and besides that, it's a good <laughs> game. Yeah, this is a really fun and, and smart game. I remember Daryl uh, telling me about it when he came home from Unpub, I believe. I believe okay. it was Unpub where he played it first, and then I got. Uh, Patrick to send me a copy and played it and loved it and so we've known about this game forever and we're just waiting for it to come out and here it is. Yay! What else do you got? Um, I don't have it yet but it's going to be sent to me uh, last weekend or two weekends ago whenever it was when uh, Daryl and I were at uh, Granicon I got to play Raiders of the North Sea with oh, neat. Uh, Dave Taylor from To the Table and I yep. loved it. It is so good. Cool. I will be honest, and I will say I didn't enjoy shipwrights as much um, because in the first game it's a trilogy. You're building the ships. It was just eh, not my type of thing. But the worker placement, drop off, pick up in raiders was oh, it's so good. Cool, loved it. Now we we both got this one too, right? I don't know if you guys can see this. My my lighting's really poor in this room at this moment. Oh, this is the uh, oh, yes. Crimson Creek. Yes. So this um, is one that's going to come out on Kickstarter very shortly. So. Um, Tyler and I are going to give it a go at some point in time, I guess. Um, it's a slasher, horror pick kind of card game logic deduction, I think, a little bit. Yeah. And it's um, going to be out on Kickstarter soon, so it should be cool. And yesterday I got, and I don't, I can't run and get it, I, maybe I'll get it later, is I got um, the solo scenarios for Zombies 15 from Yellow, so ah. looking forward to that, because I, I, like, I actually really do enjoy the game. Uh, it's very fast, very fun, I can play with my kids, my kids can set it up. They have a great time just making the maps and, and counting zombies and putting them in the zombie cup and dumping it all, so, so it's oh. a fun little game. I do enjoy it. Oh. Nice. Um, yeah. I'm expecting a couple things in the mail. Um, a Kickstarter is going to be starting soon for a game that 
I absolutely love the Ardon uh, Creepiest Pet Shop. Um, I had posted a picture on Facebook. Um, it has uh, Cthulhu with kittens all over them. It was like, wow, this game will... It's just it's so oh, eye-appealing. Is that the... Um Scariest Pet Shop or something like that? Uh, creepiest Pet Shop. Creepiest Pet Shop, right. Yeah. Get it right, it's, uh, Yeah, it's uh, it's like, wow. Yeah. It's uh, interesting. And I chatted with the uh, creator, uh, Levi Bushu, uh, yesterday. Uh, talked about stuff. Going to be doing the video for that real soon, too. Good. Yeah, okay, so for those of you out there in Maple Syrup Land who don't know or haven't heard, Tyler's sort of joining the team, uh, going to be like the review arm of Maple Syrup, and that will help Daryl and I... Um, help you guys more um, in terms of that. Daryl and I don't really do reviews, uh, but Tyler really does <laughs> reviews, and I think together we're going to have that great sort of combination between review of real games, well not real, you know everything's a real game, but games that have been published, games that are going to Kickstarter, and then Daryl and I can add that designer touch where it's like if you want it reviewed plus maybe some feedback about what other design things and Kickstarter things you could do, then I think the three of us together will be able to come up with something pretty sweet. Uh, and uh, Daryl and I don't live in the same city, but Tyler and I do, so it's awesome. Whoa, that works. I um, know, right? We don't even have to be in the different rooms, but we are late. <laughs> Uh, now, in that regard, too, because I get a lot of people sending me prototype games saying, oh, could you look at this, da-da-da, and I can forward it to you and Daryl and say, hey, you guys are designers. What? Uh, what give, give a little light on this and help right. the person out. Exactly. So I think it's going to be like a match made in... Gamer Essen. Heaven. It's going to be a match made in <laughs> Essen. And speaking Ooh. of Gamer Heaven of Essen, let's bring the crew at Essen in right now. We've got... Oh, we've got a bunch of people. So... Hey, I don't know what they're doing. They're like goofing around with a selfie stick or something. Was that seriously a selfie stick, guys? I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, I know exactly <laughs> what I'm talking about. You guys are we may have taken some behind-the-scenes shots. You're too funny. So we have with us, uh, of course, Daryl. He's, he's going to be playing the, the guest this week. We have JR from Nerd Nighters. What's up? Hey, and we've got Hack. All the way from Taiwan by way of uh, Syracuse. So yeah. we're she we're sitting with <laughs> three designers from North America who are currently in Germany. Interesting, interesting, interesting. Sounds so, like a worker placement game. <laughs> it does. It does. How many designers will you place in Essen? So what's up, guys? I want to do an intro for your show so bad. I have one all planned out. It's awesome. Oh, okay. Just do it. Just do it. Just do Ladies it. and gentlemen, boys and girls, designers of all ages. He's the ones to be the proud. Meeple Service Show proudly brings to you the two-time co-host champions of the world, Double Post Nandus, Canadian national <laughs> hero, Bamboozle Brothers, Sinfong Lim, The Meeple Syrup Show. Ah, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. You've been watching a lot of wrestling lately, haven't you? Yeah. Our neighbors are going to hate me. <laughs> <laughs> so, Hack, what's up? Uh, Turn that off. He's watching himself. I'm watching. And you're, and you're <laughs> taking all of our bandwidth. Yeah, close right. it. All right, I'll, I'll turn it off. It's oh, right. look, the picture got better because the bandwidth increased. No, all right, all right yeah, exactly. I'm going to turn it off. Look, you can see me hating myself just live, okay. just like that. No, turn it off. I'm trying. Double click, double click, turn it. It's over. Guys, it's done. Close it down. Yeah, We're here at Essen. <laughs> We're in Germany. It's fantastic. Um, Daryl's actually been here for a day or two. I am going on no sleep at all. Hack, what about you? Yeah, yesterday I got here. 
Yeah, I, I'm, just, I'm a wasteland of human awfulness right now. It's real bad. <laughs> he literally has not slept for the last five hours, at least. Oh, no, I've had a total of four hours of sleep in the last 72. Yeah. It's rough. What, uh, what time is it over there? It's 5.09 a.m. Yeah. 5.09 a.m., guys. For those of you in the audience out there watching in Internet Land, 5.09 a.m., that's how committed Daryl J.R. and Hack are to this well show, to bringing well, information. I was playing a board game at 2 a.m. Yeah. with Ludovic Moblock, or however you say his last name. Playing Castle Crush. Yeah, hey, I want that game. Pick me up a copy. But you have no rooms. Don't worry about it. It's okay. You know what it actually reminds me of, which is I'm a little sad about, is it reminds me of Dennis's game. Yeah. Lattes with yeah. a crane. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I told him about it before, but Oh you did? Um, okay. Yeah, yeah. I strongly um, recommend this game. Yeah. Strongly recommend this game. It's heavy though. If you're gonna take this back from Essen, this is gonna take up a lot of your weight on the plane. It's solid weight. It's and like everyone pounds. everyone talks about games and weight here. Because they're <laughs> thinking about and luggage space. Right. That's pretty funny. I, I think it's a weird mentality, but it, you know, I guess it's Well everyone's like, just factoring like if I take that, I can't take those two games. Like right. dude. Space. I have two empty bags that I brought here just to fill them up and take them back with me. Oh, I know. The board games. I know people who bring bags of bags. Like that's all yeah. they do is they 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 pack bags in their bags and then they buy everything there and ship it all back. But you can see the stack in the corner of all the stuff that he's already unboxed. Yeah, we we actually we should show a picture later. We'll show a picture and then Daryl, you can talk about all the games because that's yeah. what people want to see. Uh, sure. Tyler, what's up? Ask some questions. Um, I'm gonna find a picture. Question I have is Daryl, you've been there for a day now. Uh, what's been your highlight so far? Oh, that's a good question. Uh, there's been a few actually. Uh, one thing I've been hanging around a bunch with Tiffany Ralph, the one tar, a uh, friend of our show, and we support her as well. And uh, <laughs> we, one thing she's doing is she's managing to. Uh, uh, she has a play mat that she's getting different designers to sign. Uh, for the children's hospital, they're going to do an auction of the play mat signed by different designers. And so it's been kind of fun to flag down different designers, have an excuse to say hello and ask them to, to sign the play, play mat. So I've, I've already seen Klaus Tauber of Catan, the designer of Catan, uh, Reiner Knizia. Um, we've seen uh, Martin Wallace. Uh, should not ask Antoine today. So Antoine, we should have, but yeah. we, it was so late. But we just saw Antoine Bauza. And Ludovic. Um, so it's just been really neat to see a lot of designers that I really respect and love. Leo Colvini, I just saw. Um, yeah, there was just a, a variety of really talented designers that are here networking and doing their thing, so it's kind of now, encouraging. That, that, that's great and all, but have you had any good food? Well, <laughs> yes. Very good food <laughs> and very good beer. So, uh, ah, yeah, ah. actually, and we found this really cheap, a uh, place for heroes yesterday. It was like as big as my head, and it Wait, was for three what? three bucks for what? Like wow. a like a euro. Okay, euro. A euro. Okay. Or something like like a euro. Gyro. I'm from Texas, and I'm the one who's doing that right. Euro. Euro. Now, uh, with the other two gentlemen just arriving uh, within the last day, what are you looking forward to? I'm looking forward to sleeping for more than two consecutive hours. Like all my brain can think of. No, you know I'm excited for uh, Mega Civilization. This 22 pound behemoth. I saw it. Five to eight. Sorry, the whole demo table is the, is game. the game. Yeah, I can't what wait. Is it? It's which game is that? It's 
Japan Euros, it's for 5 to 18 players. It takes 360 to 720 minutes to play. But what's the name of the game? Mega Civilization. Oh, right, 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 right. I've heard about it. Very fun. Yeah. It's literally the weight of your luggage that you can bring home. So yes. if you'd like yeah. to buy that, that is your luggage. It's 22 pounds. It's 179 euros. Euros? <laughs> oh, 179 euros to buy. I don't know what the exchange rate is right now. I assume it's around 1.2. Um, so it's going to be That's around like 200 bucks. That's like a Canadian dollars. I heard yeah, it comes yeah. with one of those little prefab sheds for you to build, and then you open the game inside of it. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost big enough that you could just open it up and live inside of it, right? Just get some running water and a solar panel. Yeah. yeah. It would work. For sure. So, uh, the audience. Exchange rate for the euro. I don't know. <laughs> Daryl, what's, what's the life of a mule like? People want to know. Life of a mule. It, you know, this was the real tipping moment, which I thought was kind of comical. So a variety of people at BGG and like guys like Dale Yu uh, know that I'm a mule. So every so often while I'm walking somewhere, someone will yell, mule, and then laugh hysterically and, <laughs> and then say, you're going to die. <laughs> so no, no one believes, yeah, nobody <laughs> believes that I can accomplish this task. Yeah. And I, I'm just running yeah. around for people's yeah, or that they might explode in your t- in your intestines, right? So, just I feel like you deserve like a bridle and like an apple every hour. So, <laughs> dangle a carrot, in, dangle a carrot in front of his head. That's right. Right. So, then, uh, yeah, I was just gonna ask uh, Odd what the what he was looking forward to. Yeah. Um. Just meeting people, designers and people that I know on the internet and I haven't met yet that I'm going to meet. I'm, that's what I'm really looking most forward to. <laughs> yeah. And uh, checking out all the booth displays. We were just talking about how just the booth displays and the setups are just incredible. Like the it's money, crazy. time, and the carpenters and the hanging things. and the Like you have secret rooms and like really cool furniture and... Architecture, everything—it's beautiful. Some people have been here almost a week constructing stuff. Yeah, like just to set up, right? Yeah, that's nice. Legitimately, like buildings being constructed. Yeah, you yeah. could you could say I want that room in my house. Yeah, like, yeah. That's how I, nice. I'm building a building inside of a building. Yeah, and then it's, it's a mega mega sprawl. Going on a journey. If recall, if you recall, recall the the room that Sen was locked in during <laughs> oh, yeah, the yeah. the opening of the doors. Every booth is like that. Yeah, and then uh, there, there's there's little rooms inside those rooms, and and that's where like the decisions yeah, are made, uh, where you have meetings. It, it's pretty pretty weird and funny all at the same time. Come into my office, and you go into like this central thing inside of the center of like the cosmos setup, right? It's it's pretty funny. Did you see how big? Uh, the the like the Haba thing is and everything they're just giant there's yeah. giant giant displays isn't it it's it's hilarious too because some of the offices they have multiple offices you yeah. have to like find which hall like Asmodee is in every hall yeah. but they have one that's for business relationships another Ooh. one for retailer relationships like there's yeah. like different la- private rooms and then those private rooms have sub rooms now yeah so they all have they have functions just for meetings. You yes. just go sit in their meeting lounge. Yeah. And it was the best. They said free drinks and some free yeah. stuff. Was nice. Yeah, and they'll all, they'll feed you and they'll ply you with the drinks. It's good. It's good stuff. Good times. Good times. What about? Yeah, I actually snuck into the press event last night. Oh, cool. How was that? Press. Well, but I didn't apply for the press. So I went in and I snuck in with Eric 
Martin and oh, Tiffany yeah. Ralph. That's a good way. And then they, they gave us like one of these, which is like a program guide with like all the information to contact each publisher. There was there was an hour of German speaking, and then we went around and they had all the major games set up so that you could like film all the components and right. photos. So I had a, a pie in the face. If anyone follows with the one tar. Yeah. You might uh, have seen some photos of me getting pied in the face. Really? Like, actually pied yeah, in the face? Yeah, it's oh, a game. Oh, with the game. With the, with oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Right? They have a real, they have real pies. Nice. Was, was it delicious? <laughs> it was delicious. Yeah. It was delicious. <laughs> I had strawberry shortcake. Very nice. In, my... in your I face. Like um, I'm so hungry. Teddy wants to know if it smells like sawdust and diesel. I'm not sure why, but... It does actually smell like that in the hall. That's a wonderful call. It's, is it on me, it's too? Daryl. Oh, yeah. it's me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the room. It's Daryl that smells like sawdust. And uh, Dean Brandt wants yeah. to know how close you guys are actually to Mies, um, where you're staying. Are you, like, I'm right next to walk. The walk? Like, compared, like, we have to walk past so much of the hall just to get right. to the hall. Yeah, we're on the one corner of the hall, and you said how you went the wrong way, oh. and you have to walk for yeah. like a mile around the back and through the park. And it took everything. it took me forty five minutes to walk the wrong way around the building. Well, that, that, that'll that'll wear off a whole bunch of that schnitzel. Yeah, <laughs> if you it, it's too late for us. Save yourself. It's the schnitzel's gonna stay on us for months. Um, <laughs> and the smell. And the, smell, smell. the diesel and sawdust smell. Um, yeah. Oh, uh, and, and Sir Bob asks, what day job sends Daryl to Europe two times a year? And the answer is none. <laughs> There's no day job. I Daryl quit my day, day job. job. That's why Daryl can go to these things and why I'm not there with him is because I still have a day job and Daryl does not. So, um, Daryl so Daryl sacrificed his day job to go to Essen, really. is what happened. <laughs> and he gets to miss the Jays lose their first game tomorrow. Oh! Whoa. Oh! Snap! That's a fight right here. That's I don't know fighting words. Already. Can we I'm just, sure can we just well. set the, the tone for this? This is like the biggest thing happening in Essen right now. Is it, is it? Can we talk about baseball for a second? It's a game, right? It's a game. <laughs> go ahead. So my Texas Rangers for whom I am a season ticket holder, my wife and I have been for nearly a decade, and Daryl's Toronto Blue Jays, uh, who, which hold a special place in his heart, uh, are playing each other in the American League Division Series starting tomorrow, or later tonight, I guess, early here. Uh, in a best-of-five series, we'll have two games in Toronto, two games in Arlington. Starting in, in 13 hours. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Texas um, is going down. Well, suffice it to say, Sen, you can just take that opinion and do whatever you'd like to with it. Um... <laughs> It's it's going to be a tough matchup. We've got game one. Ivani Gallardo had 13 and two-thirds scoreless innings against the Jays this year. Um, really, really good. He's a really, really good pitcher who throws way too many pitches, but he handles the Jays' right-handed heavy lineup pretty well. These guys have who do you have going in game one? David Price going in game one. I think he's all right. You know, yeah, the Cy Young winner. David Price, Cy Young winner, but has a four and a half ERA and a one and five record in the postseason in his career, including an zero and two record against the Rangers which has, in both teams that he lost against, had the same sluggers we have on this team now. So it's an interesting matchup in Game 1, right? We've also got Cole Hamels going in Game 2 and a Game 5 if needed, which means from the Rangers' standpoint, if we can get one good pitching one good pitching performance from our non-Cole Hamels starters, 
we feel like we have a chance, right? This is all I have to listen to. You are such a nerd. Yep, yep. This is all I have to clarify. What does Las Vegas say? Oh, number one pick, Toronto Blue Jays to win the World Series. That should what terrify does, you. What does the entire MLB <laughs> network say? Every single expert on the MLB network has picked the Toronto Blue Jays over the Texas Rangers. Because they're smart. Like, that's, that's really worrying, right? That just means that, that, just means that the good money is on the Rangers right now. All right, all right. Let's get back to, like, actual games that people watching us might care about. All right, so, Daryl. Yes. Here we have a picture of your bed with yeah, a whole okay. bunch of games in it. Let's My talk about around. each and every one of them. All right, so I'll Starting start, with the... and then people can jump in, but the top left corner is Nippon. Um, it was on uh, Crisp's top ten games that people need to um, acquire on uh, what, Board with Life. Yeah, Board with Life. Board with Life. They did an SM preview video. I would recommend it. Uh, next beside it to the right is My Village. Oh, that's um, the dice game. Yeah, it's uh, actually takes a little longer than Village. It's a totally <laughs> interesting game. It's not a dice game that makes the game shorter. It actually, in my opinion, makes it a little more meaty and a little more interesting because you're building a village right in front of yourself. Right, right, right. Um, the next one, I think it's called Kumo, Kumo yeah. and it's a. It looks like it's a sumo wrestler game. The components are exceptional. Uh, we're still determining if it's resin, stone, or metal. That is the giant yeah, uh, resin, I think. Uh, insert uh, pole that you erect for the game. It's uh, really chunky. You just said erect. Okay. Yeah, you know it. Um, <laughs> After hours. <laughs> yeah, the sumo, this, there's giant sumo wrestler dice. It, nice. it looks awesome. Uh, the next one beside it, that's a monster tower. Oh, okay. I, yeah. I don't know anything about it. So oh, I I little little it looks cute. Right. Who's it by? Uh, and the next right is to it is Simurg. It might be? Uh, Simurg. Simurg? Yeah, the Simurg is the giant, it's basically a giant bird that sits atop Mount Parnassus, I think, that issues out edicts of fate. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, and then if we drop down a row, but oh. start from the left again, we got Ponzi Scheme. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the components look great. The cardboard in my opinion, is uh, five. I think it's three millimeters. Uh, I think it's five millimeters. It's that... Five millimeters really thick. Five millimeters is like half of a deck of cards. It feels like it. Are you talking thick like Sunrise City thick? Yes. Wow. It's the same thing as the game I can't (coughs) think of. Uh, Anyway, it has a beautiful faux leather uh, uh, checkbook. Yeah, that was nice. That's very sexy. Yeah. Um, next up, we have uh, Signore. Signore? 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 Anyways, it looks like a very classic medium-weight Euro. Uh, this it looks really exactly like that. <laughs> the next game, I'm going to let... Uh, I'm gonna let Jr. point out because he's been obsessed with it. It's Doctor Eureka, and it's awesome. The whole game, you have these test tubes. You get three of them, and they each have two different colors of ball: blue, purple, and orange. Oh, hold on, hold on, Jr. I don't know you have the game out. Go ahead. What? What? Yeah. What? Hold no, on. no, no. That's hold fine, on. but the components even better. Right. And then you pour the balls into the test tubes, and you have to make them go in different patterns. So you right. get these cards that tell you like, oh, you gotta have like an orange and a purple, then a purple and a green, and then a green and an orange, or whatever. Right. And right. You're right. Re- you can set it up first. So it's like that old... Remember that old problem you'd have in your math class where it's like... Um, like Towers like of Hammondbury. 500 milliliters of water in this jug and 300 in this jug. And it's you, a classic you, die-hard problem. Right, yeah. exactly. Right, right. <laughs> so you're doing that. 
but you're racing, and you're not allowed to touch the balls with your hands. Um, you That's to... a good rule. Don't <laughs> touch my balls with your hands. Big bold in the instructions. But the balls are you know, just round and smooth, and they're kind of cold to the touch. Must yeah. wear pants with this game. Yes, that uh, that's a Fraga game. Roberto is one of my favorite designers, so I'm, I'm, I'm a little concerned, Tyler, that you play games without pants. <laughs> Daryl, you, Daryl, Daryl, you, you also play games without pants. How do you know I'm wearing pants right now, <laughs> Daryl plays a lot of games without pants because Daryl that's always wears shorts. All know. right, back back to the oh cat tower. Yeah, next uh, next game. Cat paw. Cat paw. Kitty paw. Kitty paw. Oh. Is that what they're calling? Okay, yeah, yeah. It's so that cute. Oh yeah, for sure. All right, big ol' eyes. Um, some decks of cards, which I don't know what those are, and then uh, Cornwall. Oh, the Cornwall. one that uh, Dylan was pitching about. Yeah, he seems very upset. I can't judge the game yet, but I am actually very impressed that it's a uh, a moderate, a medium-sized box for what looks like actually a pretty big game. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, but it is Euro, and it might uh, be argued dry. We'll find out. And that's Schmidt Spiel, right? And yeah, the Schmidt Spiel. Um, below it, I do you have an idea what that one is? I can tell you. The ja- well, the Japanese. Oh, sorry, that's probably English. Chinese. It's from. Uh, I've seen it. Um, all right, so we know it's sold by Taiwanese people. Yes. Jiraku. Jiraku. Yeah, it looks or like there's yeah. one, two, three, four. Okay. Five from Taiwanese this, design. The, yeah, this was a bunch from Taiwanese uh, connections. Um, bottom left, we have 504. Yep. Um, next to it, we have the new expansion, uh, the stocks. Um, the little boxes, and then we held hands. Yay. Um, and then, do you know what that one's called below it? Nope. It looks like a rock band. No, this oh, one. Oh yeah, it's right here. That is uh, trash and roll. Trash and roll. Thrash and roll. Thrash and roll. I've heard about that. There's uh this one with the guy. Oh, that's that's from that's from Taiwan too. I don't even know what that is. I don't know where that one is. And then and then um we just we already told about a Castle Crush. There's Los Appendes. And then last but not least, Jr. Seven Wonders Duel. I did just play this. Who did you play, and how badly did you beat them? Oh, I feel bad. I played everyone's best friend, Boyan Radakovic. Uh, Oh, Boyan's there? uh, I didn't even know he was there. Everyone's best friend, Boyan Radakovic, at Seven Wonders Duel. Uh, We played a game. I beat him 75 to 46. It was an absolute beatdown. I had a good time. I asked Antoine to play it with me, and Antoine said no. Uh, He said he does not play his games anymore. That when he designs them, he's played them so much that once they're done, he's done. He's done yeah. with them for at least two years. He needs a break from them. Yeah, and then yeah. can go back and look at them again. I kind of feel the same way. A lot Sounds like my first marriage. Oh, I didn't that. my <laughs> games just aren't good enough to be enjoyed, so I stop playing them once they're done. There you go. <laughs> um, Sir Bob is asking what the hotness is in regards to sales so far. Uh, so that's a great question. Um, sales? Right now they actually technically couldn't do a start sales, so that's going to yeah. start today. But some of the hype, uh, obviously 504 is one that people are really excited about. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of excitement over that. Uh, some of the others might include... Uh, let me look at my list here. Oh, nice. Little list. Um because I'm always running from... Uh, well, Seven Wonders Duel type. Seven Wonders, yeah, absolutely. It sold out before the show started. They sold out on pre on, on orders for pickup. Hmm, interesting. The Gallerist 
was getting oh, yeah. a lot of hype. Uh, Loop Incorporated. I saw Scott Elms. Oh, nice. Um, Eggersfield's Porta Negra, who's also that's being partnered with Stronghold, Stronghold yeah. right. and Mombasa being partnered also with R and R. Both of those are getting a lot of love. Um, Burano, Burano's oh, right. getting a lot yeah, of love. Um, Adventureland okay. and Karuba oh, nice. are getting lots of love. Uh, one of the things seem to be getting some hype. Is uh, Adventureland in the blue, uh, like in the non-yellow box? Yes, that's yeah. correct. So this Thunderbirds. Is I've heard. I've push. heard some people talking about going and running yeah. to get that. Pandemic Legacy, obviously. Pandemic Legacy, lots of love for that. Yep. Hmm. Uh, I get my boxes tomorrow. I think. Yeah. Earth, I've seen people. Do you have uh, the Island the Masks game on there? That's probably on here somewhere. Yeah. Oh, do you have the dragons in the hole? Oh, game? another one that's going crazy is Food Chain Magnate. Oh, wait, that's the, is that the Squatter one? Yeah. yeah, it's a slaughter, and people are like mad because they would not give it, give uh, copies yesterday at all. Like they would not sell. <laughs> well, that's copies. just that's, that's slaughter being slaughter. And the funniest part was people were even like, "Oh, tomorrow, if I have an exhibitor badge and I come early, can I get one?" And they're like, "No, we are no. only opening when it's for the public." What time yeah. is it? Ten splatter o'clock. For the public. Splatter for the people. Splatter for the people. Splatter. Splatter. Mm. So now, I, I have a question for for all three of you, uh, because you're there and it's the big con, but you're all designers, do you have time set aside to, oh, I want to meet these people, these people, because they might not be someone that you would get to meet in person that often? The only two people that I wanted to meet here were Daryl and Odd, and I got them. <laughs> They're right here. How about you, Hack? Um, yeah, I have a lot of meetings set up. Um, with many different publishers and uh, I mean that's one of the main reasons I'm here is to just meet people and talk to publishers and show many of my games and see what they think so Goodness. yeah I look, look forward to that very much yeah and uh, along the same lines I, th I for me like my my role of, of responsibility is like I'm mule number one and then um, and then I'm hoping to show a few games and then uh, if I have some bonus time, it's to capture, you know, some fit videos or pictures for Maple Syrup. Kickstarter booth? Well, oh, one thing we'll be working. <laughs> uh, the Kickstarter booth, which is in Hall 7, um, I believe it's uh, J106, um, we'll be there from 3 to 5 t today and 3 to 5 tomorrow yep. um, demonstrating uh, we have the honor that Kickstarter wants to highlight some upcoming games that they're yep. excited about. That's cool. They, That's great news, guys. They, Take video. Uh, it's uh, Fantasy Fantasy Baseball, so we're going to... We'll be there. I'll, I'll yep. definitely take some video yeah. of that. For like the two hours like where the show is busiest. Too, yes. Like, lot, like, very very honoring. And, I mean, booth space is uh, very limited, so the fact that they said, you know, you got Prime Table and, and a Prime Slot, uh, we're really... Actually, quite honored. By we'll wrap that. that up. Go eat some shinsel and go watch baseball. Yeah, and then and then we kill each other. Right. And hopefully, <laughs> we'll come back the next day. This, this is this is way. Sum, by the way, like like <laughs> the definition of a zero sum game will be me and Daryl watching baseball tonight. Because like yeah. every strike to him is a ball to me, and vice oh. versa. Right. Every hit is an error. It's awful. I knew this was going to come back to baseball. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> it always so comes back man. to baseball. It's it's a sickness with them. I tell you. Hey man, baseball's a great sport. It's well designed. Beautiful, beautiful thing. Beautiful game. Designers should like baseball. It's yeah, a man. game that can never end. 
It could never end. Also, Settlers could also never end. Yes. Just play Knights forever. <laughs> oh, so what are you guys hoping to get a call? What is what's on your bucket list? Your your Essen bucket list. If you don't do it, you're gonna like regret it. What is it? What's your bucket? Uh, if I don't do it at Essen, I'm gonna regret it. Man, that's such a tough question to answer because I feel like generally, when you come to a convention with expectations, oftentimes it's easy to walk away disappointed. I, I don't mean like don't schedule things, but I mean like when you're like, okay, if I don't buy this game, I'll be upset, or if I don't meet this person, I'll be upset. Because like so much of what happens at a convention is unexpected. So much of it is impromptu, and things just get pushed around. But I think for this show, what I want most isn't even necessary to like get the games that I want to get because I can always buy them later. But it's to make sure that I have a good experience. Like for my bucket list, it's like go four days without getting super frustrated or dehydrated. Don't get sick. Don't die. Have a good time. Meet new people. If I run into designers that I have a lot of respect for, then absolutely like say hi with them. Maybe hang out and co-host a YouTube show. Um, but besides that, just make sure that I treat myself well and have a good time. I know that's like a lame cop out answer, but it's the only it's like the only true answer that I have. You're pretty good at those lame cop-out answers, so... Thanks, then. I also host a YouTube show. <laughs> you know, the, highlight, the highlight of my trip to Essen is, is being on this show right now. See? Aww. That's another lame suck-up answer. Daryl, what about you? It's true, though. It's true. Another highlight happened to him last night, and that Whoa, is he, he, uh, he dropped a, a, a significant amount of money. Oh, I have it right here. What'd you get? This? You dropped this. Why did you say what happened? Oh, we um, we went into a like a, a bar. Menabena. Menabena. Yeah. Oh, the one you told me about. Yeah. Yeah, Menabana. we were there with a lot of yeah. famous designers and stuff, and we have this. Um, we're doing this uh, promotion for a game. Oh right, counterfeit. Yes, yes. Yeah. So I dropped it right at the door, and. Uh, the the bouncer was there and Friedman Fries was there and some other designers and they picked the the bouncer picked it up and he was like trying to hide he it in the corner. Like, to... He was like he was looking and then he was like Oh, it's counterfeit. Darn. Oh, and then we, like talk to Friedman Fries and then they're all like crowding around and looking at it and we're walking away. You know, we're just like, <laughs> yes. It's like guerrilla yes. marketing. That's awesome. Um, <laughs> have you have you guys yeah. seen this yet there? Have you seen that, Daryl? I have. Uh, I've seen the booth set up, but I haven't actually seen that set up. Yeah. Uh, Pretzel is across. It's it, the aisle from Z-Man, thus creating the storyline that many people don't know that they're actually connected. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. No, I'm looking forward to seeing nice. uh, the the Flickem Up expansion. What? They're riding little mules. That's you, man. Where's <laughs> Daryl? Daryl getting ridden by Jr. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. That's bad. That's the best four days I had at Gen Con was playing Flick 'em Up for four days straight. Loved it. Yeah, it's actually the expansion is pretty cool. You have, like you can like knock them off the horses and stuff. It's fun. Um, what else is there at Essen that's fun to do? Oh, I had a question for you guys, and I can't remember what it is. So I'll, I'll think about it in a second. Tyler, you got a question for the boys? Um. Just with uh, with games that are coming out, are are there ones that you're gonna be like, okay, this is the hype, and then you know it lets you down, or like, oh, you know, I can wait to get that when I come back, and like, what 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 
I don't know what, prepare yourself to be disappointed, but what do you think it might be? Well, um, this happened last year to you a little bit. Yeah, last year was rough. So last year I came, it was my first Essen. Um, because my dad flies for American, I get to check bags for free. I get two 50-pound bags for free, which means that I can come here with two empty suitcases and go back with basically 98 pounds of board games. Can my dad work uh, for American Airlines as well? <laughs> yeah, it's pretty great. Plus the round-trip ticket is like $300 to get here and go back. Yeah, um, that's pretty sweet. Yeah, yeah, or like a little more first class. Um, so last year I came back, and I came back with like 25 or 30 games. I had a bunch of stuff. And at first I was like really discriminant about what I bought, and then eventually I was like, you know what, screw it. Like if this is like less than 30 euros and it looks like it could be cool, I'm just going to pick it up. And last year, like, I got Manila, which I was really excited about. I was very happy with that. But I also picked up some games that I brought home, and it was kind of like, it's like, all right, like, what, what exactly what, I, what was I thinking? Like, what was the magic that I saw here? And there were a couple games where I was like, oh, dear Lord, how did I hand someone money for this? <laughs> uh, one guy tried to hand, like, he was like, hey, man, will you just take a copy of this game and review it? I was like, sure. He puts it in my hands. He's like, yeah, so I'll just, like, charge you half price since it's a review copy. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> and then I ended up just, like, handing him a 10-euro bill. It's out of confusion. I was like, what? What exchange is happening here? And then and it was terrible. It was just the worst. And I thought about just it, got drifted, dude. That's hilarious. Yeah. It's surprising yeah, about to some change back and give you even less. Right. Like, disclaimer, I paid them to do this review of this awful game. Um, <laughs> for shipping. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but it, it, I think, so this year I'm going to be way more discriminatory about games that I get. He's um, going to check them out. Yeah. From, in the mule room. Right, And, right. Then, and yeah. then see oh, what you mean, he needs. You mean there, where you are right now. Yeah, the meal room. It's actually it's tough because like part of the magic of acquire part of the magic of, of our hobby isn't just playing games and buying them, right? Yeah. It's like the actual experience of going and making the purchase. It's like when you feel bad you go and you, you shop for stuff to make you feel better. Well that's a part of it and like opening it, punching it and all that. And there's some games on the couch that I was like, Oh, or on the bed that I was like, I'm gonna go buy these games and now that I've like opened them and punched them, like I'm less excited to buy them now, right? And I'm like, oh, I'll just, I'll just wait, I guess. Or I'll just play this that's, easy. That's an interesting psychological thing going on. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Who could I sell this two bag? Right. Who could I sell this two bag home, thinking they're getting a cool game from Essen, and I can make some money on them? Right. <laughs> God, I should just have a pile of games that are called Cool Games from Essen, twenty dollars each. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. Design-wise, because, you know, we're all designers, and uh, what uh, what have you seen as a trend design-wise from the latest crop from Essen? Let me talk about the growth of Taiwanese. <coughs> you go first. Yeah, I'll, okay. I'll, I'll go first. Um, some, of, <coughs> some of the trends, obviously, are things like uh, quicker games, games that you can demo quickly. People can identify visually what the game experience is. Something right. like Doctor Eureka, I think, is a great example. Even even though it's a kids game, it's also you just visually. I'm sorry. You see it? Is that a kids game? Oh no, I'm 31 years old. <laughs> it's a Roberto Fraga game. It's an every man's game. Right, and so I think this is one of the trends going on. Although there's some solid medium to heavy euros also to counterbalance, you know, break the rule, the exception. The other thing that I'm noticing is it's becoming a lot more of an international room, which is really fascinating. And that's why I was, I was yeah. going to say, why don't you talk a little okay, bit about so the difference there? Some of you don't know me. I'm, I live in Taiwan, and I'm part of the Taiwan board game design group. TBD. Is, is and, that uh, the Taiwanese yeah. hand signal there, there, JR, what you're doing? <laughs> I don't know it. No, this is the Taiwanese hand signal, if anybody knows. It's Taiwanese. Every, every, every photo. Every photo. No, this is it. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> That's oh my god, you guys look like my cousins. <laughs> <laughs> so so last year they there was a they had a small table at um, at the Swan booth. Now they got right, a right, right. They got a huge booth. Like uh, there's like ten tables, and there's uh, you know like ten, I think eight or ten designers. They all have their own table with their game set up, with a big poster behind it showing each game, and they have their own little. And it's busy. There's a busy lot of interest. Yeah, because um, it's just it's people wanting to to mine the newest area of, of uncontested game designness, right? It's very cool. I'm so excited. Yeah, I'll be. I'll probably be one of those tables next year. This year, I just yeah. Finally. I mean, we talked about this last year, uh, odd, about you yeah. know oh, who do you got to connect to, and that's when that's when the Castle Crush thing first was done, right? Wasn't it last year at Essen? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And we had talked about you know okay. And he was in hall. He was in a, one of the small, like hall four, and he didn't. And we were talking about whether, you know, was, if he was in a bigger hall, would he get more attention? Because it was like some of the halls didn't get as much people. Cause For sure. Was, and the answer and probably is yeah, right? I mean. Well, they they actually added hall, they added hall seven this year. Wow. And they, they and they cherry picked a bunch of really quality uh, vendors. And then mix them completely with these other vendors. So right. the nice thing is it's, it keeps the quality high. There's certain spots that people are strategically already going to go for, but then they have to walk by. Ah, the tide rises all boats, right? BGG is right in the middle of Hall 7. And Kickstarter's there too, right? And Kickstarter's right in the middle of Hall right. 7. So everybody will go into every hall. They won't just like say, oh, I don't want to go in that one. Or, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's, so. that's the lame hall. Don't go in the lame hall. Yeah, they don't have a lame hall. Last year, no joke, last year in Hall 4, which is a smaller hall in between 3 and 5, clearly, um, they had, you know, Sam, you've got kids, right? I do. You know those, those like, bounce houses you can rent? But, like, yes. You know, it was... The ones that always rent in the gallery. Right, but it was a combination of that with, like, a bungee pad that you strapped yourself to <laughs> and you up and down really high. And there were just kids just jumping up and down in this bounce house and I remember thinking to myself, if you set that up at Gen Con, you make it kill it, yeah. right? Especially if it had a weight limit, like yeah. of like you know, like bigger than kids. Yes. Like I would pay to just jump up and down. Just get your jump on. Right, just in the middle of Gen Con. Stretch you, away. you, yeah. That's. I mean, that's. I've been known to jump Gen up Con. and around yeah, and also get up down. And get down. Correct. Yeah. So. I was gonna catch that. No, I feel you. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I felt like you were worried that I wasn't going to finish it for you. No, I understand. That's good. I, I was raising my hand because I had a question and I just didn't want to interrupt. So, uh, my question being to any of you gentlemen over there, um, game companies that maybe are just starting to grow here, uh, maybe they're huge in Europe or other parts of the world and haven't broken through to the American market, which ones do you see as up and comers, uh, possibly at Essen, like that might break through the barrier? Baca's stuff is making the transition pretty well. Baca Fire. Baca Fire, yeah, yeah. That's a big one. Um, it's interesting. Uh, I, actually, I was talking to Moritz uh, from Hans and Gluck uh, last night. It was his birthday. And oh, happy so, birthday, Moritz. Yeah, and so we were chatting a little bit uh, while uh, the giant drinks were flowing, <laughs> uh, which, on a side note, there's some secret Nerf gun game going on today. I, w- I want to get in on this next year, but... Um, Maritz was trying to get all his competitors drunk so they would be easy targets today. Nice. Um, I was but, interested in that. Yeah, uh, but um, Maritz was saying that it's interesting to see 
how certain uh, groups each year continue to make their booth bigger because they want to capture more of like the hype of people seeing like their growth because they'll associate their booth growth with that means they as a company are succeeding. And yet someone like himself, he actually has quite a small booth because just consistently they always put out about the same amount of games. But for them, they really wanted a key location. So it's interesting to see even there's like a game within the game of people wanting location or wanting to grow bigger so that they are, you know, seen as successful and trending and this expectation of like, oh, that was a cool booth, so then someone needs to go bigger. It's really a game in itself. Yeah. How they, oh, t- how totally. I mean, it, it's just mar- it's marketing. There's all it's sorts of marketing like necessary. Game oh, Sid. Sid, I have a thing for you. Oh, do you? What is this I, thing? He says with a well, wink. Like, um, all right, sorry. This is off topic, but you'll appreciate this. Uh, I was playtesting Scythe at our local pub slash brew house yes. that does beers and pizzas and stuff called Chimera. And at the table next to us, there were people totally playing Belfort. Yay, they're totally playing the game. That's right. Thanks. They, they did not believe me. I was like, oh, hey, guys, Belfort. They were like, yeah, we're playing Belfort. I was like, what do you think? He's like, yeah, we like it. And I was like, yeah, can I take a picture? And they were like, okay, you weirdo. I was like, no, it's cool. The designers are friends of mine. And they were like, whatever, go away. They didn't believe me. Oh, well. Yeah. Put their picture up. I'll, I'll uh, <laughs> That's I'll all like the stuff we're going to get. I know, right? Because I was like, oh, well, thanks for taking a photo for us. <laughs> right. fighting, I didn't take the photo. They were being weird about it. Oh, that's not like, right. oh, well. Right. Suck it up, Buttercup. Right. <laughs> um, I, oh, that question. I had this question in my head. Oh, um, so Tyler was asking about you know breakthrough people. You said Bacafire is one of them. Now, is Bacafire yeah. doing stuff himself, or is it the, the things that you're talking about coming through Z-Man and whatnot? Or is there more stuff? Z-Man, I've got to assume. Yeah, a good chunk of that yeah, yeah. is definitely because of there. But Bacafire right. has some presence other places. Z-Man, or should we say Plot Hat North? <laughs> Z-Man, uh, Z-Man, yes. Um, yeah, because Code 9 is one that I need to get. And yep. Of course, I, I love um, Tragedy Looper. Tragedy Looper and that kind of stuff, so that's good. Um, as a stuff is finally getting here as well through IDW, so that, that should be pretty cool. Nice. Get the cat paw and whatnot, uh, cat box and all those games. Hopefully, they'll get more of those. Um, so it's nice to see. It's nice to see the the Asian market represented and the Asian designers representing. Yeah. And I think I've told everybody. I think everybody on the show knows that that I'd rather go to Tokyo than to um, Essen. Right. I, yeah. I will say this, and um, I think everyone needs to experience Essen. I am actually. Oh, for sure. Of uh, just the scale, but also there's a completely different vibe. It's not yeah. a party. It's not party. It's yeah. not. It, it the hype is actually more about excitement of games and people experiencing them. And so people walk around and they are educated. They know what games they're looking for, and they're asking each other. It's almost like I actually I'm I'm feeling like it's a Toronto International Film Festival where you have all these people that just are really passionate about it. You have all these different ages, and while people are waiting and standing around, they start talking about, oh, what's your favorite so far? Or, like, what what game should I get? What do you have in your bag over there so far? And then people go around, and they actually, like, kind of listen to each other's advice. So as the buzz grows around the hall, it's actually promoting the games, and people are like, oh, if you like that, you got to check out this game. And so really interesting because it's not... 
Gen Cons are almost very kind of in your face, and this is very like chill and friendly. I mean, it's, yeah. it's, it's there's there's an argument to be had about whether or not Gen Con or Essen is the biggest like board game yeah. show in the world. But I don't think it's an argument because like Gen Con isn't really a board game show. No. Gen Con is a gaming show of yeah. which board games are part of it. Whereas Essen is almost strictly board games and is of the same size or larger. And it's interesting because using Gen Con as comparison because of its size and because just about everybody who's watching has probably been or at least has heard about it. Um, do we have a press release about the world's biggest consumer, consumer fair for board and card games just yep. keeps getting bigger and better. 160,000 visitors expected. I don't know if that's turnstile or if that's unique. That's unique. Unique. Wow. Well, I'm lucky enough to have gone to all three of the ones we're talking about this right. year. Yeah. So I was at Tokyo um, Day Market, and then I went to Gen Con, you guys, and yep. uh, now I'm here. And uh, to compare the three, you know, Tokyo is really cool, but it's only one day, yep. and it's like... It's a mad. It's just a mad rush, you know. Like there, I posted a video of like when the doors open, and it's just, it's just a mad rush. Everybody yeah. runs into what they're doing, and it's just yeah. kind of crowded. And but there is a lot of really unique stuff there. Yeah, like, that's and what I'm looking for. A lot of individual, like individual designers. Like mm-hmm. they have rows and rows of people with this little, like almost like a desk in the like school. Like a designer alley. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, like an design. artist. It's almost more artist artistic, yeah, right? Yeah, like uh, that they're working on, but really, really cool thing to see. But then on the other hand, it doesn't it's, it doesn't compare to like Essen. It's just a huge show, and and um, like yeah. like we talked about beautiful booth displays and just just amazing all the games that are coming out and the the people like these all these cool things. I just love the booths and like the little play things that are set up and the, yeah. like there's just cool. Cool things, and then Gen Con had some of that. He said boobs, right? Yeah. 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 Oh, okay. Like boobs. Okay. Boobs. Just wonder. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and then Gen Con, it, it had some of that, but a lot of it was was playing, like tables. There was like halls of just tables. There people. are no like just halls of tables. There's nothing yeah. like that here. We yeah. walked through an empty hall, and I'm like. Why don't they make this a play area where like they could fill this with a thousand tables and people could just play here? Yep. But like then that would take away the from traffic the traffic and the yeah. just the nice. It's, 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 like, it's really not about that. It's really not about that. Take away from the fact that it is the game. It's like a game show. It's almost like a like a little movie when you walk through mm-hmm. there. All the stuff that's going on, and then they had the play area that would make it more yeah. more like what Gen Con is, where yeah. it's balanced the two. Well, I think yeah. part of that comes from the fact that. For many, many years, North America was Walmart board games, but they've lived board games for so long, it's it's in their blood. It's a, mm-hmm. it's a different mentality, and we're just finally catching up to them. I yeah. can tell you guys from my experience the last year, um, I saw some things that I, at Essen last year that I never have seen at Gen Con. Um, I saw a grandmother walking her two teenage grandchildren through wow. Essen. Wow, that's right? cool. Like a 16-year-old boy and maybe a 15-year-old girl with wow. a grandmother just walking through talking about games. Right? That's cool. Um, and they weren't wearing, like, nerd clothing. They weren't, well, like, tatted up. Just general public. Just a family, right? I saw, um, I saw a lot of couples in their 50s mm. just holding hands, walking around, just stopping and looking at games. The and same then, way that you... And, and we held like, hands... Right. Well, like the yeah. same way that you would see couples like at a flea market or a shopping mall, right? Yeah. Or like at a beach, just walking around looking at wares and stuff. Um, 
I saw families with kids, families with like six-year-old kids, mm-hmm. five-year-old kids, just like checking out games and stuff. And um, these are the kind of these are the kind of like innate family mass market things that you never ever see at Gen Con or American board mm-hmm. game conventions. Or if you do, it's like it's very rare, right? Like it's, yeah. it's it stands out to you. But at Essen, it's all that. It's like a big festival, something that is just yeah. I, I mean, that has that has to do somewhat with the normalization of the the. Sure. activity into the culture, whereas in America, it's still, you know, wear your nerd shirt and be proud, you know? And I mean, obviously, nerd nighters and, and the rest of us, we're all very proud nerds, uh, and we do wear that flag, and, you know, you got your Avengers shirt on, and Daryl has his baseball cap that has the Blue Jays on the side, but Darth Vader on the front, you know? And it's like that, so I, I don't, uh, you know, Gen Con is Gen Con, and it's, it's great to nerd out for a weekend, but it's also really, really cool to know that there are cultures out there where it's just a part of everyday life, where it's not a weekend nerd thing, right? It's like every day you can be playing board games, and it's okay, and it's acceptable, and that's a thing. You don't have to be some, you know, geek of the utmost level to to actually do this. Everybody's doing that's it anyways. Has, that's I, actually what his hat is not. For. I'm actually, yeah, I'm not really a geek per it's se. Says, I mean, all day I dream about something. Yeah. Oh, trust yeah. as you are. <laughs> I mean, all sorry. day. <laughs> all day he dreams about sellers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, any other things that you're seeing at Essen that you wanted to share with uh, the viewers? Is there is one thing that you know blew your mind that you didn't know, or what? Oh, what's hidden? Any hidden gems? You already mentioned uh, Kumo as being a really interesting. Game of sumo wrestlers that might be in, yeah, might not that many people's radar, radars. Yeah, totally off the radar. Um, why don't you guys answer this and I'm gonna look through my phone of photos. There's a game called like Die Dragon Knock Dragon Spock, and it's just like you have this little. Like, I'm gonna go buy it tomorrow, but it's only in German. It was on Eric Martin's list on BGG. But you have this little colorful dragon, and he walks around on this board that is like the inside of the box. It's like an insert that goes in the box. And whenever you step on certain spots that you're looking for, his mouth lights up, and like the little flames in his mouth light up and glow orange. And it's just like it's called like the dragon in his dragon cave or something. And I really want to buy that and play it. There's another one called uh, the Island Mask Party or something, where it's kind of like uh, it's kind of like a game like mm, Code Names or something, where you've got to like act something out or you've got to give clues. But you have all these cards that have masks on them, like, and you have to make your face look like the mask. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Each uh, ma- no, that one. Yeah. Okay, give us an example, Jr. Make your face like a mask. Well, show me a mask, and I will. Uh, Find a screenshot and put it up on the screen, and I'll do it. Any face. Well, any mask will do. What is that? Batman's mask. Well, Batman's mask is what a weird choice. I don't know. It's what was on my desk, man. Do it. Uh, what is Batman's face like? Can my job be like? Yeah. <laughs> You're Batman. Yeah, that looks like Batman. There you go, yeah. you're Batman. Good job. I like the that game already. Fun. How about you, uh, Hack? What uh, games did you see that you might think are sleeper hits? Um, what was that? What was that one that had the Doctor Booth? They had the little Doctor Panic. Like no. they had that table set up, and they're gonna do. Remember, it's like. What was the name of that? Doctor was it Doctor Panic? Doctor Panic, where they do like the yeah, yeah, uh, repos. Oh yeah, yeah, Repo, Doctor Panic. Doctor Panic. It's not for sale, but they have. But like, they have like a. They have this room yeah. set up with like. Yeah, it, it needs it. 
It's funny. Uh, some of these games, Daryl and I have seen for like the last three years. So. Oh, here's my hype. Here's my hype thing. It is ridiculously large, and I did mention this on our show, and then I ran into them. Um, but it is the Protospiel Christmas calendar. Oh right, yeah, yeah. It, oh, the, it is honestly the advent calendar. This big. <laughs> By this big. How much is it? It's I believe seventy. 70 euros or something. Cool. Right, you were, you were talking about that before. But the, the whole idea is you have 25 inserts that would normally go for five five bucks. Yeah. But what do you think <laughs> price-wise? Right. Because they're all like, there's an there's a, they're almost entirely unique. So they have right. the Castles of Burgundy expansion that you can't get anywhere else. They right. have like all these top games that you can't get it any other way. And then they have this huge box from Frosted Games Super nice people, um, and, but it takes up so much space. So that is going to be the tough decision, and I think a bunch of people are going to buy them and, and just rip it apart, pull all the inserts so they have the luggage space, yeah. and then have just the inserts they want. Yeah, yeah they just now, keep them as they want. Yeah, I did I mean, find out from Chad they will be for sale at BGGCon. Oh, they have nice. a special arrangement. Oh. And yeah, so, exactly. So, yeah. anyone that's going to BGGCon, grab one there. I think they're going to be the hit of BGGCon, and I think they'll be the hit here of just <sighs> rando, under the radar stuff. Cool, cool stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, quick question Richard Miles is asking, how are the Germans accepting of Americans? And seeing as there's really truly only one American there, JR, out of the room. Yeah, hack doesn't really count anymore. I'm, he's been, been Asianified. He doesn't count. He's from Texas. I'm, I'm American <laughs> only secondarily. I'm primarily. That's right, because Texas should be its own country, right? It so, was its own country. Gum, gum, it, I mean, it still should be. You guys are weird. You guys, you guys won't know this, but Texas is the only state in the union to have been its own country before mm-hmm. it became a state. I actually sure? didn't know um, that, but that's okay. Yeah, for 11 years. Canadians would know that. Texas is also... Texas is Canada. Right. Texas really is Canada. We just traded... Well, yeah, and and, I mean, because Um, Canadians actually know things about other people's countries. We know plenty about other countries. Okay, Um, when did uh, Newfoundland uh, finally join Confederation? (laughs) That's a dog, right? (laughs) (laughs) It is a type of dog. Okay, sorry, go on. (laughs) Okay. Um, It isn't that we don't like other countries. It's just we just don't pay anything attention to anything that's north of Oklahoma. Um, so, where's it going with this? I think it's it's been fantastic. Uh, Europeans in general are very polite that I've that I've seen. Um, I think I've had no issues. The German speakers that I've interacted with have been very happy to explain things in broken English or good English, whatever is available. Um, people have been very patient, so it's fine. Like I'm also like being from Texas, I'm super friendly, so I'm not gonna like be rude to people and be like, why don't you speak my language, you weirdo? But it's fine. They're certainly not like xenophobic or anything. It's fine. I feel like maybe even more friendly here. Yeah. You know, than like like at Gen Con. It just I don't know, yeah. it just seems like that here. Like the the atmosphere and the families and, and the just the happiness. Yeah. That they're just it's so happy here. Yeah, people are very proud of the fair. Uh, yeah. even like when we're in a taxi. Uh, and it'll be someone who doesn't really know board games, but they're like, "Oh, you're here for the fair? Oh, the, this is one of the best fairs Essen does." It's like an, almost like a, oh yeah, and that's the thing. I mean, Essen is known for putting lots of on other trade shows. It's like yeah. it's trade show city, man. Yeah, and yeah. yet the reputation for this one is, yeah, this is one of the best. Yeah, yeah. for sure. 
I guess I'd be proud of it if it happened in Fort Worth, right? Yeah. I'd be like, yeah, man. Come to yeah. the trade show. Or uh, why, why doesn't Toronto have one? Yeah. Uh, another breaking news. Uh, if anyone is uh, checking out NPR uh, this uh, tomorrow morning for you guys. Today morning? Yeah. Today morning. Um, yeah, because it's 12.01 for yeah. you. Um, if you check out NPR, a very exciting thing, uh, there was a f- an interview of Tiffany Ralph. Oh, they really? They found out about her trip here through her Kickstarter, and they've been chasing her all yesterday trying to get a hold of her, and they finally got a hold of her, and they did an interview over the phone with her standing out in the rain so it was quiet enough of her talking about her experience. So it'll be very exciting to see how the NPR community responds so very to it. Strange, so very strange. That's yeah, we were playing a game and she got the message and it was, she was just like, ah! And then they called <laughs> I can her see her kind of exploding into this. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, so we're really proud of her and uh, people, people should check that out. Excellent. Well, it is 12.01. Yeah. Um, yeah. It'll be part of the morning show. <laughs> okay, is there any other questions you've got for the crew there, Tyler? Any um, other questions from the audience that I haven't got to? We've got yeah, a, a couple just, minutes before uh, they've got to go to bed. Looking through, I think we're good. Um, I just wanted to say uh, it was nice to be on the show, and uh, glad I could be here. And it was nice to see you again, Odd, and JR, and Daryl. Yeah. Welcome um, to have you, bud. Yeah. One last question for all of you. Uh, quick, give me in like five to ten seconds advice for people who've never been to Essen who want to go to Essen. Oh. I don't know. Um, advice to go to Essen. Um, ten seconds. Yeah. Nah, you go first. <laughs> uh, start saving now. Get a hotel as close as possible to the event. Uh, get your sleep ready. Like, have your sleep schedule straight. Yeah, that I'd agree with. It's it's exhausting, but it's it's wonderful. Um, plan ahead, kind of know, just know what you're going to be doing while you're here. Yeah. Um, I, I I hadn't said it. I thought he was going to, but make appointments. Uh, oh. Hack's really good at uh, making some contacts ahead of time and trying to make some appointments and then following up with people here too. So yeah, you've got to follow up. Yeah. So you know, oh, can we still do something? Or you know, you mentioned to me. You know, if I if I tweak that game to show you again, so that kind of stuff, I think goes a real long way. Yeah, right. talk to people and people you might be interested in meeting. Just drop an email, say you're going to be there. Can say, can I stop by and say hello? And then maybe that will lead to a meeting, even if you don't have one scheduled. And they're like, oh, I have something I really want to show you, and they're like, oh, I might have time this time. Yeah. Um, yeah, and just just be friendly to people. Just talk to people, and it's really it's yeah. a fun time. So just really, you know, let the stress go. I know some people, especially early designers, you're going to be very stressed and want you know to be perfect and get through your pitch and uh, you know what? Let it let the tension go. Have fun, and when people see that you're having fun, then they're going to enjoy their time. They're going to listen. They're going to embrace the game. So just have confidence in your game if you're pitching games, but also have fun. Okay, cool. Uh, just yeah. on a hot pursuit of that one, Daryl, do you think Essen is the con to go to for new designers, or would a smaller con be better, a local con, yeah, I, like Metatopia, so or any of the ones? I would say this. Um, I don't think it's great for new designers. It's actually quite intimidating, I would think, um, because people are very busy. But what I would say is once you've probably gotten a game or two out in the market, this is probably the perfect show yeah. because everyone's here. 
And yeah. especially if you're organizing, you can get a hold of people ahead of time and get on their schedules. Yeah. You can get a meeting with anyone. Yeah, and but I mean that's what Eric it, would. It, Eric and I would up. talk about that as well. That. Uh, Essen is the place to go for that designer who's got one or two or three out and is really yeah. starting to establish their name. Um, yes. When Jay went for us, he had Belfort. Belfort's already signed, but he had Belfort yeah. always in the bag to show people that this yeah. is we're legit. This is what we yes. do. Uh, and we actually that's where we got Belfort signed in uh, Poland and Germany. So. Right. Um, yeah, so even if you have a game and you're looking for licensing outside of North America or whatever, it's a good place to go for that. Yeah, I was going to um, say that exactly. Like, if you if you want to, because I'm going to meet with some French companies and some Italian uh, publishers to get games I already have made into other languages. Right, and for all your card this games. Is the place to do that. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's, there's no other place. That, I mean, this is the place to do that. You can talk. They're all here. All here. All the different languages. You can get a German version. You can get a. And they'll they probably they can probably make deals amongst themselves too, right? Oh, if you do yeah. that, I'll do that, right? Yeah. Or if you do this two, yeah, these two countries, I'll do these two countries. It's not something um, that Gen Con really. <laughs> and the last question from Dave Tomei is, who's following six two one? Who's gonna follow six two one? Because you guys have already broken the rules, but I was just gonna say if I if I can manage after the show to get a couple more hours sleep, that would be a miracle. Um, but I really I really do need to follow six two one. What is six two one? Why don't Sen? Why do you explain it? Oh, uh, six two one is a thing. I can't I I can't even remember who said it first, but I found it through Tiffany, I, I believe, of uh, six hours of sleep. A night or a day, like in however, however you're gonna get that, get six hours. Um, two solid meals that aren't, you know, con food, uh, and then one shower a day. So right. six hours of sleep, so, yeah. Yeah. two shower. solid meals, and one shower a day. The other thing is, con food's actually better here. So there's oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. actual like cool booths that like actually have like real food. Yeah. yeah. And and then on top of that. Um, there's a lot of wonderful restaurants within a very short walk um, or quick cab ride, and they're really good food. So, yeah. like, we're you talking, should, like, You should talk to, like, um, all, if you see Zav and everybody around, ask them to take you to, like, their favorite restaurants, because they will, and they know it because they've been there for, like, like, 15, 16 years doing this. They have their favorite yep. restaurants, and they're usually well, pretty good. Cool to set up, like uh, mm -hmm. for all the people coming here, all mm -hmm. the cool places to eat and yeah. stuff like that. That'd be yeah, cool sure. to set up. I'm sure there are blogs about it. Yeah, oh, I'm sure there are. Also, shout out to Reddit, by the way. Reddit r slash board games is a just just a really unexpected great source of information live at Essen. I've gotten some sweet tips about Essen from really. From eh? I'm not a, I'm not a Reddit fan, and I, I think it's just the the interface is not for me. Like the the threading just goes so long and so far that. I, I find it hard to read, but that might just be my aging brain, so... I want to be a Reddit fan, but they're mean to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I really want to. Did you get shadow banned? Did you get shadow banned? Tough crowd. They are. But I'd, like, I'd love to be in, in the Reddit. Oh, man, I get, I get in so much Reddit trouble all the time. <laughs> all of the time. Oh, talking about Reddit trouble, I want to also give a shout-out to Matt Tolman and Gavin Brown and Paul Saxberg of yeah, the yeah, Roxley yeah. crew. Is, is Gavin actually? I'm sorry, not Gavin. Is I didn't know Matt was going. I I did see some pictures of him in Europe though, so I figured he was there. Yeah, he's here. They were they were at uh, Oktoberfest last week, and they're here now. I hung out with them all uh, lunchtime ish, yes yesterday, and uh, they're doing really well. It was fun hanging out with them. So 
Good. Um, yeah, and the the Roxley booth looks beautiful. It's also in Hall Seven. It's right yeah. The new, the right, new right. Rack. They're they're right by Kickstarter thing. Yeah. Yeah. Which is great for them. Perfect. Excellent. Well, um, because of the the whole, there's no uh, other guest that um, is on the actual. Uh, movie at the end. I'm not going to play the movie, but we can all sing the song. Do you guys want to sing the song? Alright, and on that note, we're going to call it quits for the night. There will be no after show tonight. But thanks very much for watching. Thanks very much for hanging out with us. And if you need to reach us, you can always get us here. And on that note... Thank you very much, and we'll see you guys later. You guys want to say goodbye from Essen? Goodbye from Essen. Goodbye from Essen. Good luck, Blue Jays. Good luck, Ranger. Go Jays! Let's What is it? Okay? Okay. Blue Jays! Let's play ball. We're the worst fans ever.